1: I hate to break your heart, but the only way to be in a playoff spot is after the 82nd game of the year. So we we have lots more work to do, and we're going to keep doing it. The only thing we have control of, as I keep saying, is tomorrow or uh, tomorrow's against Carolina, and we'll stay very, very focused on that. Do our best to take care of that as we should.
2: Sabres head coach Don Granato. We talk to him every. Tuesday, usually, you joined us yesterday. Good morning. Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe. We saw the sun yesterday. Are we seeing it today? I haven't um, checked yet. I'm gonna, it's a complete guess. I'm going to guess
3: yes. It stayed sunny pretty much all yesterday. We're looking
2: it? at a yes. All right, good. Sun comes good. up in about an hour and appears that uh, we will have it through most of the day. There were stats on just, I mean, it's it's bleak when the sun doesn't come out that much. Do you uh, want the stats about how cloudy and how sunny it's been? I don't even... it. it like It's like 11 days since December 1st. Oh, it's even like a bigger scope than that. So Mike Doyle, who is a uh, meteorologist at Channel 4, he had January had only two partly cloudy days and zero sunny days until yesterday. It was the first sunny day hmm. of the month. And the last sunny to mostly sunny day in Buffalo before yesterday was November 26th. Oh, That's Thanksgiving. (laughs) That's insane. It's been two months. Yeah. Two months of this. That's that's the day of the Michigan Ohio State football game.
3: That's that was so long long ago. We went without a sunny day. I tweeted this yesterday. I'm just I'm daydreaming about going down to the arena wearing shorts. Yeah. That feeling is amazing. When it is sunny out, it is warm, you're wearing shorts and a T-shirt, and you care about a hockey game that's going on that night. Yeah, pictures from
2: 05-06, May hockey games wearing yeah. a jersey and shorts. Yes, jersey and shorts, come on. That's one Get thing. Give me there. I, I never experienced a Sabres playoff game in the party in the plaza. Oh. And, you know, to hear, yep. the, to hear the people tell the stories of being out in the party in the plaza for the max goal or other things... Mm-hmm. It sounds like it might have been every bit as good as actually being in the building.
3: I, w- I think for that game, I am there. Um, well, that game, I definitely am there. I, I assume I stayed long enough for the max goal. It It's, a yeah. I mean, it's more, well, I guess in the arena, it was this too. Just more rowdy, I guess, kind of. Yeah. It's like more of a tailgate kind of atmosphere. Um, but, yeah, oh, yeah, like the the... The craziness that goes on in that, like the, it's like being in the arena in a way because, like, you're doing the "Let's Go Buffalo" chant and everybody's reacting to to the every play, you know, the same way you would in the arena, yelling and whatnot, the chants like at the goaltender, like all that was <laughs> happening outside.
2: I'm thinking back to when Toronto won the title, the NBA. How I was never jealous of being in the building. I was jealous of outside. Oh, uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. Jurassic Park, where they had thousands of fans outside in the plaza watching yep. those games. The
3: Milwaukee Bucks did that, too, with the uh, the Deer District. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yep. What are we going to call it? It's got to have a cooler name than it, Party in
3: the Plaza. You're right, it has to. Um, I mean, Deer District and Jurassic Park, those are both really good. Those are sweet. Do the Leafs call it something when, when they do it? Because the Leafs do Maple this as well. Maple Leaf Square. Well, that, that's they, they, where they it happens. Ma- like they call it Jurassic Park when it's the Raptors, and yep. that's at Maple Leaf Square. Um, what are we gonna call it here? The the something about like a herd, because you know, we gonna make the play on Buffalo. We got to do something with it. We'll think about it. We've we've got, well, hopefully we've got two months, two and a half months. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna get back to where
2: the last time this team had a playoff race was. The year they, what, they sneak in and they get into the seven spot? Yes. Lindy Ruff. The I still remember this. The year the Pagulas by the team, they come from last. They were in last place in January. And they yeah. get into the seven spot, I think.
3: Lindy Ruff got, like, inducted into maybe it was the Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame. He got something like that. And I remember some video of him slamming the podium he's at and, like, cursing. Be like bleep we're we're going to make the bleep in playoffs this year and then they immediately after that won like five or six or seven in a row they wanted some winning streak and then it was a lot of well they got to be the best team in hockey the rest of the way to have a 50 (laughs) percent chance of making the playoffs and then they were like the second best team in hockey the rest of the way so they went on a run there but it came late like we weren't by this point in that season i don't think we were that hopeful I'm I'm trying to think back to when I was in high school, for this. Remember, it's how long it's been for me.
2: Yeah, it's been a long time. It'd be so welcome to have you know as, all, all the things you're talking about bringing back, like shorts, sunshine, scoreboard watching is back already. I think it is. I was. Did you watch any of that game last night, Washington Columbus? I did not watch any. I was keyed into it a little bit. I yeah. saw three three. Yeah. You know, when it's 3-3, you pretty much know late, okay, they're getting at least a point because games don't end in regulation when right. they're tied.
3: I turned it on when it was 3-3, and I was into it. Like, they almost, Columbus almost won it like three times in the final minute they had washing down their heels. Like, I, I was reacting and like, my mood was changing based on the Blue Jackets and rooting for them. By the way, there's not a game you want later in the season where you need something from that team. I mean, they were they were in it three three. That is not. I mean, they're last in the East, so this isn't saying much. They are not a good team. No, really bad. But scoreboard watching will be back. Yes, it will. It
2: are, like you said, it kind of already is. So Sabers and Canes tonight, seven thirty, and a TNT game, eight oh three oh five fifty to join us. I want to ask you a thought quick about Sean Payton.
3: I think it's a great deal for Denver, a first it, and a second round. It's pick. probably a great deal. They basically traded Bradley Chubb in a second for him. Yeah. Because it's the Bradley Chubb pick that they got.
2: And I think, generally, it's not done enough. How much is a coach worth? Relate it to the value of a player. Right? Mm -hmm. How much is a a coach worth? And if you... They can do analytics, expected goals, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I don't even know the phrase you'd use. But... One that jumps out at me, one that sticks out to me, is that Bruce Boudreau, when he when he joins a team in the NHL, he does well. He's won everywhere. Now, some believe that he hits a ceiling and he can only get you so far. But coaches in hockey, coaches in football, relate their worth to me on a player-to-player basis. Is this guy worth a starting left guard? Is this guy worth a number 2 receiver? You know, you can do that a little bit. And... When it comes to Sean Payton, Kevin Cole, who formerly a pro football focus, now he's got a podcast called Unexpected Points. He says, basically, Payton is worth a win a year. He's he's that much better than, win a year. than the average coach that he's worth a win a year. Which is probably second most behind a quarterback. Behind a quarterback, it is. right? Yep. Yeah. That means he's worth more to your roster than Tyreek Hill. Sean Payton <laughs> would be. Yeah, And is Tyreek Hill worth a first and a second? Yes. He got traded for more than that, didn't right, he? Right. Yeah. So it ends up looking like a big price to pay because you're not getting a player, you're getting a coach. And I would hope that Payton is 100% invested and Denver's getting, you know, the best version of Sean Payton. Who knows, you know, what his what he really wanted coming back. He's going to get Denver and Russell Wilson and some good weapons on that offense. So maybe he can get the most out of Russell Wilson, who of course looked terrible in Nathaniel Hackett's offense, but like Bruce Boudreaux, I'm starting to make this point. The comparison was he's worth about a twenty goal scorer. Now mm-hmm. when you if if you were to say that Team X acquires a twenty goal score, it'd be like, oh, nice move, right? Yeah. And with a coach, it's not always used in those terms. So if Kevin Cole's right that he's worth about a win a year, that means he is the second most important player in that organization person behind yeah. a quarterback who is the most important player.
3: Figure in really is, any organization is is he saying that about Peyton specifically? Peyton specifically, okay, worth a win a a full win a year because I did see a chart where like it was wins above replacement for coaches from like two thousand nine to two thousand uh, to twenty twenty, and he was maybe third, only behind Belichick and Andy Reid, and that was it. Yeah, so I guess it comes down to how confident you are that he's going to be that same guy, and you should be fairly like you should be confident, right? You you he, could be. He, I mean, he put up. There was someone else that was talking about the Saints, the, his last season with Taysom Hill Jameis. and Jameis and Bridgewater, maybe, like J- as a trio. Yeah, Jameis and had. Sorry, go ahead. It, it was just like the, the yards, yards per attempt on the season. They were like top 10 with that yeah. quarterback
2: group. Jameis had his best season on explosive plays and his best season on turnover percentage. Yeah, like that kind of stuff can be baked in. It's a little bit of, you know, getting off on a football point here generally. Josh threw his most interceptions and fumbles of his career this year. Yeah. How much of that is on Ken Dorsey? Not all of it, but the offense you play in is definitely going to have an effect on how many times you put the ball into a tighter window versus, you know, a guy that's schemed wide open. So it's not saying that's Dorsey's fault, but he, he plays a role in that just like Allen does. And, you know, for, for Jameis Winston to throw 30 interceptions in a Bruce Arians offense and then go to Sean Payton and yeah, Be totally serviceable. Yeah. <laughs> it's not to say Arians is bad, because I think Arians is very good, but there are different fits for different guys, yep. and a different system will
3: will suit you much better. So we'll you see how Peyton and Wilson work out, but I think the Peyton trade for the, for the Broncos is totally worth it. What's amazing is Winston, who his previous year starting, he had 33 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. He only started seven games that year because I think he got injured for Sean Payton, but he had... He had 14 touchdowns and three interceptions. That's a 16-game pace of 34 touchdowns and six interceptions. For Jameis Winston. Like, he cut he cut his interceptions by more than three it, times. Right. Like 80%? The yeah. There, 30 down to six? But is Russell Wilson capable of being salvaged, I
2: guess? It's a good question. If he's not, that's the other thing about this with regard to how much a coach is worth. If you, if I'm to tell you you get a receiver, how long is that receiver going to be at his peak for you? Six uh, Six years? Sure. how long is a coach going to be at his peak for you well maybe 10, maybe
3: forever maybe
2: fifteen yeah so a first and a second round pick i'm seeing a lot of wow what a haul for the saints and listen it's a great deal for them because a guy because an entity that wasn't serving them at all just becomes a first
3: and second round pick so that's found money for the Saints. 100% a great deal for the Saints. By the way, it's a win uh, It's a win for you, an extra win for you every year is what the value is, and he doesn't affect your salary cap. Exactly.
2: Like It's another way that the value for a first and a second is, is actually there, yes. Does
3: it matter to you at all, though? I mean, I guess if he's there, it's the same effect. Does it matter to you at all that some of the reporting is that he <laughs> was like their third choice? No. They wanted... Well, they flew out for Harbaugh and then they wanted D'Amico Ryans. They Does, could have, that could have just been two they didn't want to pay the first and second round pick.
2: That's pro- that could be right. It doesn't matter because it's a little... Let's get to more players and more, more player comparisons. If you draft a receiver in the second round, but you wanted a different one...
3: It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right.
2: And then the guy that you drafted is great. Okay. He's mm-hmm. fine. We'll get a phone call in here. Jerry and Kenmore. Jerry, good morning
1: morning Uh, you know you bring back a a lot of memories from Sabres playoff games and uh, just the whole Curtis Brown scored an overtime goal against the Flyers and it was a day game and uh, you know I just remember being outside in the daylight and it was warm and the atmosphere outside was the same as it was in the arena you know everybody just and and I'm going to be 60 before the end of the year I was 43 years old when that happened, to put it in perspective. The the, the Carolina overtime, you know, the, the the Game 7 loss, it was crazy hot that day. I remember being um, in a room in my house. It was the only room that was air-conditioned, and there were 12 people in this room watching this game because it was so hot outside. Uh, I'd, I'm looking very forward to games that are played in, in May or even into June, and, and it just... It's amazing how fast and, and how much time has really gone by.
2: Yeah, being outside, I can remember the game five series win against the Flyers mm-hmm. in oh five oh six. They win that game three nothing. Yeah, and that game I remember being at. It was a Sunday afternoon, I think Sunday, Saturday or Sunday afternoon. It was a day the, again. Like sometimes this is what you remember: day yeah. game. Was it a day game? Was it a night game? Um, and that one's a day game where they you know, played great, 3-0 shutout, and I can remember what I was wearing to that game. How old am I in that? I'm 27 mm-hmm. at the time. Anyway. Yeah,
3: He's it's, right about, I mean... You remember the weather, yes. It's getting also to a point, he mentions like his age changing. The Bills, like a whole generation of fans went without seeing anything. Like, no playoffs. And... We're not maybe quite at a whole generation without that, without saber fans experiencing a playoff run or just making the playoffs, but it's getting to that point. I mean, I mentioned I was in high school the last time they made the playoffs. Like, you don't want it to go on much longer. Yeah, it'd be great
2: to you know break it this year rather than go to the off season with another year of okay, just you know
3: next year's the year. The, the last time they hosted a playoff game. I don't think I was. I don't believe I was at the party in the plaza for this game. This is game six against Philadelphia. That it's. I think the reason I wasn't there is Easter. It was, it was Easter. Easter Sunday. Uh, but it was fifty six and sunny that day.
2: But well, it sounds
3: perfect. Sounds party amazing. in the perfect party in the plaza weather. Fifty
2: six and sunny right now sounds incredible. What is it? Eleven degrees outside, and it's going to be like negative twenty five, or at least the feels like it's going to be like in the negatives. Yeah. Friday night into Saturday, it's going to be absurdly cold. Oh, 56 and sunny. 56 and Sony in a hockey game. Yeah. 8030550 550 one I've got a draft conversation for you coming up top of the hour as we get ready for, you know, Senior Bowl week and start looking at what the Bills have to do. The Tremaine Edmonds conversations out there. I heard you had a lot of that yesterday, the Extra Point Show. Yep. Follow up with that as well. Eight zero three zero five fifty two. join us. Happy Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Sabres and Canes tonight, 730 on TNT. Big game for the Sabres as they uh, continue their push toward the playoffs. <sighs>